I'm so glad you came No judgments here, we're all the same GP podcast and before I go any further I just want to say I just got some some news and just seeing that someone I went to high school with he was an upperclassman but I just seen that he was he was killed earlier today stern earn rest in peace baby so on to the show I have a very 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 special guest with me today very special guest all the way from down in Alabama, all the way from down in Alabama. Her name is Blossom Rogers. And I I don't even want to tell you her story. I want her to tell you, you know, a summarized version of her story because I don't think I would do it any justice. But I, I met this woman and hearing her story was just incredible. And it was very inspiring and, and inspirational to me. So, I wanted to have her as a guest on the show because I know her story will inspire some of you. And as you can see, scrolling on the bottom of the screen is the call-in number. You can call in and join in the conversation and ask any questions to to Blossom. That number is 234-208-6304, okay? And it's, again, scrolling at the bottom of your screen. So without further ado, again, this is on GP Podcast. Ronnie Holman and my guest all the way down Alabama, Blossom Rogers. Hey, Blossom. Hey! How you doing? Good. How about you? You know what? If I if I try to complain, it's gonna be a problem. I'm just taking one day at a time. I hear you. I hear you. So so what have you been up to lately? Woo! Let me let me see where to start. You know, God has opened so many doors. Uh, well, first of all, before we start, do you mind if I open up with prayer? Absolutely. Do your thing. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you glorifying your name, thanking you for another blessed day. Thanking you for being the God that you are, true, merciful, kind, loving, understanding, oh, no wise God. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask you to forgive us for our sins and unspoken sins. Asking you to bless our families, our friends, and our enemies. But the Heavenly Father, I ask that I may decrease so that you can increase. And Lord, I pray that somebody get blessed by my story. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Woo! Thank you. Like I say, I am. So y'all I am how, how incredible I, she is. She she wanted to open up the show with a word of prayer. So so y'all definitely 
and see and understand what type of woman she is. But again, like I said, I'll let her um, uh, tell her story a little better than me. But, but again, uh, go ahead, Blossom, and tell us what you've been up to lately. Listen, I, I want them to know I'm saved, but I ain't soft, all right? So I, I don't want nobody uh, to get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hold on, something jumped on here. You know what the devil is, a lie. He tried to stop this, but uh, hold on one minute. I don't know what this is. Okay. So yeah, we we we're virtual. Okay. Virtual. Oh. I have blossom uh, virtually again, all the way down in in Alabama, and I'm here in Cleveland at Pure Production Studios. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, God bless me. Um. I just celebrated 17 years clean. Um. In June, and I was on crack cocaine for 19 years. And you know what? I, I tell everybody, I liked it smoking crack. I liked it, everything about it. Uh, I just didn't like the consequences that came with it. You know, you got to, when I could be real with Blossom, I could be real with anybody else. Um, like I said, I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. It ain't been like that all my life. But but God, uh, God bless me. I am the author of four books uh, from Under a Bridge 1, from Under a Bridge 2, now, this is when I had some hair before me and uh, this girl called Alopecia met. Uh, my book number three, And They Laugh. And then this is my fourth book, When They Laugh. Now, this is me. Can you see it? Oh, yeah. I, I, got, I got a picture. I got okay. A picture. Hey, let me That's me, you. 17. And you know what, Ronnie? I thought I was the prettiest thing that was. If you call me ugly, y'all had to fight. And I want everybody to know I love to laugh and have a good time. And when and people say, Blossom, how can you laugh at stuff like that? Because God has healed me. And each time he allows me to come on a platform blessed like this to share my story, it's more and more healing. So let's go on and get down with it. Um, now, did you want to ask me questions or you just want me to run on into it? No. Uh, what, what I'm going to do is... I, I want you to give a, a, a just a short summarized version of your story to let people know okay. who, who they're looking at uh, tonight. Uh, all right. Well, like I said, uh, book one tells you what led me to smoking crack cocaine. When I was coming up, I'm 55 years young. Ain't nothing old but my clothes. Uh, we couldn't talk about molestation. And, you know, and, and so many people... Not just little girls were being molested, but little boys, too. Uh, the way I was raised, whatever happens in the house stays in the house. Uh, we just as sick as our secrets. And so for 19 years, I had to uh, carry around somebody else's secret. So a book where I talk about that, I talk about how I got pregnant at an early age. I talk about how I got married at an early age. I talk about how I got with the guy who was already on crack cocaine. I thought I can change him. But as we know, we can't change ourselves. Okay. Um, book number two, I talk about how I've been to prison. My prison number is 589931. Um, I talk about how God delivered me from a homosexual lifestyle because being molested and raped, I thought going with a woman was better. Um, I talk about how a man left me for another man. I talk about how I was an unfit mother, and I thank God for my mother and my great-grandmother who stepped in and kept the chain together while I was out there in my addiction. Um, I also talk about, you know, because, you know, some people make it seem like 
they was they I did this kind of dope, so I didn't do dope is dope. Anything that make that alters your mind and make you do things that you were not raised to do, it, it's an addiction, you know. Uh, and I also was an alcoholic as well. Um, you know, some kids they they fall in love with a horse in a merry-go-round or a parade. Well, the first time I fell in love with a horse was on a can of Coke 45 because my great-grandmother who raised me, she was raised that if a child had wingworms, you give them beer and that'll kill the wingworms. But as we know, that was not true. But uh, that, that was a sign to take me to Betty Ford then. Uh, I also talk about how I started robbing people. Uh, just, I mean, I was doing things that I was not raised to do. Um, and then just going in and out. Jails in ending up into a mental institution, and it's two things that people don't like to talk about: is uh, uh, molestation and mental illness. And we back in the days, you know, if you if you had an auntie that um, did a, a lot of yelling, and then you just put her in the back room and close the door, they say, "What's the matter? Oh, she just do that." But we need to we need to confront this stuff. And stop pushing it up under the rugs. Um, I remember one time I had been in the hospital for like three days and didn't even know I had been there that long. Um, I remember people bringing food to me and putting it down on the floor, I, which I thought was for, but they was put. They had a styrofoam uh, container that they was giving me my food. Uh, come to find out, I was in a rubber room where I had alcohol poisoning. So you know, God is good. Uh, they had diagnosed me schizophrenic, uh, bipolar. But what it is, I was it was a major depression, um, and I was still smoking crack and drinking alcohol. But but God, I'm sitting here in my right mind. I talk about in my books how I was involved with the guy who was HIV, never told me. But God, I'm sitting here 17 years clean, no drugs, don't have AIDS, don't have HIV. Unfortunately, he died 10 years ago due to complications. And you know, we have a lot of people talking about your immune system. No, that was the blood of Jesus that covered me. So uh, I talk about how um, I um, was in a crack house in Daytona Beach, Florida, because that's where my addiction happened. And um, I had joined the church, but then I backslid. And you know, you have people talking about when I found Jesus. Jesus was never lost. I was the one that was lost. But I don't care how far we go or how how we get. There's nothing that God with no place where God can't reach you. Um, I, I give God all the glory and the honor because. You know, a lot of people, some of my family members, they wasn't happy that, you know, I wrote the book. But the book is not to hurt nobody. The book is to help somebody. Because, you know what, I've had so many men and women that have came to me and said, uh, I, I went through the same thing. Uh, when you hear a, 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 a man saying that he was molested, one of my friends, he was six years old when he was raped. You know, I, I, I think that I think that's a lot of courage for a man to talk about that because men don't discuss stuff like that. But like I say, if we don't deal with our secrets, our secrets would deal with us. So going to treatment. I had been in so many treatment facilities. I had tried to get clean and sober for so many people. But today I stay clean for Blossom because I know I don't have a comeback. I, uh, you know, I have a, I have some friends that can drink wine and, and, and put it down. I, see, I'm not that kind because me and Captain Morgan, we had a good time out there. I'm, I just I don't I don't I don't tip myself because. I know I'll end up dying out there. And before I go back to smoking crack, I rather forgot to call me home. Um, that's just how bad I was. I, I was smoking five to $600 a day. So I, I don't want to live that life no more. You know, um, and do, do I still have life issues? Yeah, I still have life issues. But God has taught me how to um, 
rethink. Uh, just because I go through so I went through a divorce since I've been clean and sober. But I didn't go back around to people, places, and things. Okay. I, I lost a home to foreclosure. But I don't go I didn't go back to the people, places, and things. Brand new car, repo. Still didn't go back. So as long as I don't pick up, I'm doing just fine. Um so, so, so like I said, it's just that's just about it. Just 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 living life on life terms. God bless me now. I work for the University of Alabama. Um, everything that I went through out in the streets prepared me to what, what I'm doing now. So I, I work for University of Alabama in research. Okay, all me research. I used to be up on the bridge, stanking on crack. But God bless me now. I'm working for a university and I work in research. Uh, uh, studying the uh, the addic- addiction to opioids, you know. So everything I went through in the street, you know, I, I was street smart. Yeah, you know. Uh, so street smart, and now getting that book smart is coming together. You know, say so. I'm a certified peer su- support specialist for mental illness and for addiction. So you know, it didn't feel good back then, but it's all working for my good. So I, I just want somebody to hear me. If God did it for me. He could do it for you. There's nothing that he cannot, I mean, deliver us from. But let me put that that you got to want it for yourself. You got to want it for yourself. Awesome. So I I definitely appreciate that testimony. And I'm sure those of you out there listening can appreciate it, too. It was very strong. You see, what I want to talk about now, Blossom, tell us about when you realized that you had to get help. When was that day? When my kids started running from me, you know, I got all sons. I got all sons. And the boys didn't want to see their mama out there. And this is for somebody, uh, you know, when we come into recovery, I had like a week clean, so I'm thinking they're supposed to come and just embrace me, oh, mama. But that's not true. We've done a lot of damage. Um, I tell people I didn't maybe sexually or physically abuse them, but mentally I put them children through a lot, you know. So I had to let them, I had to earn that trust back because I was one of them kind of mamas. Here I go, gone again. Here I go, gone again. So when they started running from me, um, when I started uh, when I started being dogged out from men and women and myself, um, sitting in the crack house, hadn't tucked no bath in about a week or so, maybe longer than that, you know. Uh, just looking, I looked in the mirror one day and and, and I didn't recognize myself. You know what I'm saying? I, I did not even recognize myself. Um, just was tired mentally, mentally and physically. And what it was, nobody would let me talk about my molestation. Um, I used to couldn't even say the word without feeling depressed or going to get high or getting drunk. But you know what? God had to teach me. And this is a, this, this, the nugget right here. God had to teach me how to forgive my abuser. Okay. Cause hurt people hurt people. All right. Then God had to teach me how to forgive myself. Because, y'all, I did a lot of stuff out there I wasn't raised to do. Am I ashamed about it? No. Because that wasn't me. That was the addiction, you know. Um, I, you know, you have people that try to throw your past back up in your face. But I tell them, if I put it on page 23, I don't care what you say or think about me. As long as you don't put your hands on me, we, we do it just fine. So, you know, that that's what's about. Because I still, let me tell you one thing. I still know how to use them, them choicy words. But I choose not to, Okay. I, I still know how to slap your eyebrows off, but I choose not to. So. That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, so listen, on, on a lighter note, 
How how do you feel about them Christmas them Crimson Tide losing uh this weekend? Now see, <laughs> <laughs> now see, you know I work for the people. Right, right. <laughs> I listen. I don't even watch football. I, I listen. I ain't mad with man. them. Listen. I, listen, this whole weekend I was watching Bonanza. <laughs> now, now I, I bet not get no email. We saw you on, on TV tonight talking about it. <laughs> so tell, tell, tell us, Blossom, uh, who played, who was somebody that played a major, major part in inspiring? Who was that person? I had an older pops that told me one time. He said he he called me sugar up. He said sugar up wherever you messed up at, you clean up at. Okay, mm-hmm. in my book, book number two, I, I have a, 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 a section where I dedicated to people that are gone home now that used to try. No matter what, like my great grandmother, no matter what went down, I was still her monkey. You know what I'm saying? That was my nickname. Uh, my brother who died while I was in prison. No matter what. I still was his older sister. So I and everybody wanted the best for me. But like I said, I had I had so much of hurt down inside, uh, so much of pain, um, just a shame, and I didn't know how I didn't know what to do with it. I just didn't know what to do with it. But like I said, I did have people that, that tried to help me. But let's once again, like I said, I had to want it for myself. I, and and I think I think God bless me to inspire myself because we have to do self-care. I'm not saying we got to be uh, big-headed or nothing like that, but I'm saying you got to encourage yourself. You got to say, it's okay, girl. You, you're doing a real good job. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's not going to pat you on the back. You know, you I still have people, you know, she thinks she did, she thinks, and you know, I have people say, well, who is your agent? I say, God, because let me tell you one thing. I'm still a hustler. I hustle till the day I die. But what I do is the way that I used to knock on the dope boy's door, can I do this or do that to get a hit of crack? It's the same thing I do when it comes to platform. Can I come on your show and tell my testimony? So that's how God's you you got to you got to continue to keep going being that go getter. You know, I was a go getter when I was out in the street because I I don't like to be around people who say I'm fitting do this. How do you spell fitting? Either we're gonna barbecue a meal to you what what are we gonna do? So and I always was around people that you know, you know where we can go get something on credit. We got to get out here and make this lick. That's what it's about. So that's the kind of mentality I have now. Because I'm going to be a millionaire before I die. I'm going to be a millionaire. Because my, my passion is to help people get off of drugs. Um, to uh, I went before Habitat like four and a half years ago. And I was telling them my dreams, you know. Um, if we don't have a safe place to go, we'll go back to the people, places, and things. Well, you know, they told me, they said, Blossom, once you get your status, 501c3, we'll see what we can do. I said, okay, so when God bless me, uh, my nonprofit organization is called From Under a Bridge, Safe Haven Home for Women. And then my company is called Tears from Under a Bridge because I cried many tears up under that bridge. So when I got the, my status, God bless it. They, they couldn't build the house because if they had built my house, they would have uh, had to charge me mortgage. But what they did was they gave me some land. So I had my land, my blueprints, my building permit. I've been approved by God in the city. We get the house six women instead of three women. And um, just got my first bid. From a contractor, they said if if I raised one hundred fifty thousand, they'll build the home for us. So that's where we at right now. But like I said, um, just 
just wanting to give back. Just wanting to give back. I want to. I want houses all over if I can. That's my passion. Indeed, I can appreciate that. Definitely. So, from your story, I want you to tie this back into a life lesson. So, from your story, you know, because everybody hasn't, you know, been a substance abuser or anything like that. But people have been through something, you know, that was very detrimental in their life. So tie the tie your story back into a life lesson to to help somebody else. You you know what we got to remember too that it comes from generational curses. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, If if Adam and Eve's family was jacked up, our families are going to be jacked up. Everybody, you know, you got to be real with that because people want to try to hide what's going on. That's what the problem is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but everybody got a bridge. Your bridge might not be mine, but everybody got a bridge. You could be eating, you know, uh, like on Sundays. And, and, and we got to realize, too, you know, these, these oh, I call them seasoned saints, the ones that have been sitting up in the, on, on the pews for a long time. We got to stop beating these people up when they come in. I don't care if the girl just got off the pole. As long as she walking through the door, because the, the church don't belong to to you, it belongs to Christ. So you know, and 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 everybody got something. They do. You know, you have older people talking about. Yeah, I used to do that, but what did you do? Let somebody know. You know, because when when I first came in, I used to try to be like Sister So and So. She was able to to throw out the scriptures, and I was like, and I was getting depressed. And then when I found out that she still had a freaking part, well, why you didn't tell me? I'm about to blow my brains out thinking I'm not good enough. So everybody got a bridge. So whatever your bridge is, come from up under. Overeating, buying too much, uh, messing with other people, men, messing with women, messing with it's everybody got a bridge. And whatever it is, don't let your bridge destroy you. You go over that bridge to your destiny. That, that's blossom. That that is strong. That is yeah. Strong. Some very strong, encouraging words. Show. Sure. You know, yeah. Like I said, we all have issues that we've dealt with it may not be yours yours may not be mine but we definitely have to to find that way to to like you said come from up under that bridge and that's yeah that's that's a word in itself come from up under that yeah bridge. i like that come and you know what? When I was up on that bridge, it was a 1993 dynasty that I had. When I didn't have money for a hotel, I couldn't find nobody to trick with. Uh, and in Florida, if you have an addiction, I got a disability check. You know, you know what I'm saying? So because that's they said that, that is a disease that could never be cured. So I, when they say, Blossom, you got to go in there and play like you ain't got good sense, I played the role. So I got my check. You know what I'm saying? You better get yours. But what I'm saying is you got to make sure that you – Taking care of yourself, you got to make sure. Stop making it seem like, well, I, I just smoke a little powder. Or, or first of all, I ain't like powder because it took too long. Marijuana, I had some dipped in bombing fluid, and I lost lost my mind. Let's just smoke some crack and get it over with. That's that's all it is. So once you once you identify what your issue is, deal with it. You know, you just you because I'm telling you, if we don't deal with our issues, they will deal with us. It dealt with me for 19 years. Y'all, that's a long time to be out there on crack cocaine, and and, and I'm 55 years old. But God, so you know, so but my latter years are gonna be better than my my beginning. Absolutely, man, man. So explain, explain, Blossom, because I know a lot of people just hearing about your testimony and your story. Some people, we can only really imagine what it was like. 
going through that and what it was like for you being up under that bridge. So uh, explain some of the dangers that you encountered being up under that bridge. Well, you know, this was a, br a bridge that stayed open 24-7 uh, because uh, up under the bridge, you know, you had people that came out there and fished all times of night. Other homeless people were out there. Um, and I can honestly say nobody ever tried to harm me while I was up under that bridge. Because let me tell you, I, I used to sleep in a fetal position. And now when I'm in my bed or I fall asleep on the couch, I, I ball up in a fetal position and I have to remind myself, and I want somebody to catch this, I have to remind myself to straighten my legs out because I'm not bound no more. You know, we we, we when people... We get our feelings hurt. We want to shut down and and, and, and shut everybody off. Don't don't allow the enemy to bound you because when Jesus went to the cross, he we're free. You know what I'm saying? So I still have to remind myself because for 19 years, I was out there sleeping bread up under the bridge, uh, homes that had big rats in it. You thought they was cats. Uh, um, and, and by the grace of God, never got hurt. Only time I got in trouble was when I would get in that front seat and go over on West Side. That's that's when I got in trouble. That's when I got in trouble. And then we got to remember too, we we are versus enemy. Because I used to move from state to state, city to city, and I would always end up in a crack house. I said, "Well, not how did I end up here?" Because I took my versus enemy. You know, so I I did a lot of things out there. You know, and that's just because I went through the molestation. That didn't just the only thing that got me up under that bridge because I hadn't got ruthless. I hadn't got nasty. I hadn't started robbing. I was a getaway car. I hadn't got this stuff, you know, stuff that I would never have thought about doing, but I wanted that dope. And what the dope was, only thing it is, we're chasing that very first high. The very first high. I remember one time, this one boy, he was smoking and he lost it. The ambulance them had to come and get it. And the first thing we talked about where he went and got that from, we want some. That's the kind of insane that you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I, it's just, I'm telling you, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I don't, I used to, I hadn't got to a point where I had a drug deal at one time. You know, he had dressed me. I started wearing jewelry. Carl said, trying to sell. But during the day, I was selling. But at night, I was back to the crackhead. And I started, I got cocky. I had a big chair I would sit in. And I thought I was Scarfina, not Scarface, Scarfina. And just talking down to people. And, and, and had them babysit my kids and cleaning my house. And then that same thing I did to somebody else, it came right back on me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I still have the clothes I had on that night when God called me out of the crack house. And I can't even give these things away. And what it is, when God opened up the door for me to start speaking... I, I would take them items with me. I have a shirt, shoes, and a purse. I don't know what I had on the bottom. I pray to God I had something on, but I only got them items left. But I let people know, you know, you have a lot of people talking about, oh, you could have did this. You don't know what you would do. So we got to stop saying, I, I do this. You don't know what you'll do while you're in that predicament. But I had got real nasty. So God had to humble me. He had to humble me. And I don't think, I don't think if I, if I didn't hear his call that night, I don't think I would have been here. I don't really think I would have been here. Because yeah, I hadn't got nasty. I really had. Yeah, that's that's powerful. We we just had mm -hmm. a comment from Kanea, and one of the things she said is power and the strength of your voice. Just God be the glory. Just the power and the strength of your voice. You know, and she don't even know you. So that's 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 great. Lots of God be the glory. 
you know, and I'm definitely thanking God for the encouragement and, and the things that you, you have gone through, because although it may have been bad and things like that, you're here because of his grace yeah. and mercy. And also the fact that he, he saved you in order for you to help and save somebody else. That's right. Yeah. And, and people don't believe and Ryan, that's what you just said. You just hit it right on the head. He saved me so I'll be able to go back and get the other. Just like with Moses. You understand me? So I make sure I ask God to keep me humble. Keep me humble. Let God rise me up. Listen, you know, when God blessed me to be on Pastor Clifford Dollar, back in the days, I'd have robbed him. You understand me? But I was able to sit on a stage with a millionaire. And tell him, and we, and God allowed me to be myself. Pastor Dollar allowed me to be myself, and I was able to sit there where millions was watching to to hear my story. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't nobody but God. Five projects with TBE, my own TV show. Then God blessed me, got the leading part in this upcoming film. Nobody but God, and the best is yet to come. But I had to come from up under that bridge. Had to. So tell us, Blossom, how your story has set you up. How has it set you up specifically to help others? Not letting my, you know, when I was coming up, uh, they used to call me baby bubble lips. Ooh, I cried. I cried. I wanted the lip operation at the age of 11. But, you know, look at everybody now. They're going to get their lips blown up. All I got to do is put some lipstick on and carry on. You just got to love yourself. You you, yeah. you got to. Uh, I have a lot of people say, girl, you, you're so funny. You, because, you know what? Because God delivered me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, when, and, and, and when I got this piercing, I had got it when I was like for my 14 years clean. And I had uh, one of the church members say, "Oh, you got a, a, a hole. You going to uh, you going to hell?" I said, and I looked them out of eye. I said, "No, I'm not." I said, "Y'all worry about this hole when we should be worried about souls. That's what it's about. Winning souls for the kingdom." So God has taught me, and God has put me in the realm. Uh, I was just in L.A. Uh, a month ago on the red carpet. I had a beautiful evening gown on, but I had on my chucks because <clears throat> if you see somebody on the corner. And they hold up a sign, and you go up and tell them Jesus loves you. They're not going to receive that. So what you got to do is feed them physically. Then you can feed them spiritually. You you got to, that's the, you got to, you got to reach the people where they at. Um, another thing, I don't um, when I go home, I don't go into them dope holes talking about I'm here to save you because if I, if I go in there, I'll end up standing there. So I tell them, look, if you want to talk, we'll come come out, we'll pray and all that. I don't mistreat nobody, but if I don't look out for my recovery, who else will? You know, so that that's what that's what it's about. Being able to stay clean and sober, so I'll be able to hear, uh, help somebody else. Uh, like here on this platform, um, being able to tell my story and feel comfortable about it because seventeen years ago that was the old blossom. You know, what I'm saying um, yes, I could talk about it. Um, I don't dwell in it because, like I said, you know, the enemy the enemy wants to play. You know, I was one of his best soldiers, so you know he mad. Well, you know, he done peeped into my future, so he he wanted to mess me up as a child. He said, oh, she going to be able to do this. Let's, let's mess with her right now. So when, when you know, and, I'm, and I want people to know, too, that, that it didn't feel good. God knows, but it's working for my good. 
I can't tell somebody how I felt when I was in prison and my brother died and I couldn't come home. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you how it felt to sell the food out the house for my children. I can't tell you how uh, 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 I was an unfit mother if I wasn't one. You know what I'm saying? But but you know what? But God now, so I uh, I'm able to be in my son's life. So I got three sons. I got twelve grandbabies and I got two great grandchildren. Some of my friends didn't even get to see their grand, you know. But God, I'm still sitting here, you know. So that that's that's it. It's going back to be able to help somebody. Like I said on this on this show tonight, maybe they didn't go through drugs. Maybe they went through something mental. You know what I'm saying? I, I used to be in a mental hospital, sitting there making. This is the truth. Uh, my mom came to visit me one time. I had to make her a little jewelry box. She still got that jewelry box. You know what I'm saying? So this, this eating the snacks and 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 wearing paper gowns and all that kind. I went through all that. So I can't I can't help you if I haven't been through that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, taking medication, uh, being being misdiagnosed, and anybody that is going through. Um, any kind of mental status, make sure you're getting the proper diagnosis. They had to put everything on me and was just giving me medicine. And I and I was sitting there just taking it, just taking it. But God, so everything I've been through is to help somebody else. Man, I, I can appreciate that. I definitely can appreciate that. You know, we, we have another, another viewer, uh, Latoya, she said, your message is going beyond just reaching those who are battling an addiction. That'd be the glory. Yeah. So your your story alone is not just addiction. You know that 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 you're helping right now with people. It's just uh, encouragement, like I said, inspiration, and a whole bunch of other things. Just whatever it is that people are dealing with. You know. Right. We have another comment too from a brother Ronzel. He said, "Thank you for your testimony." Uh, you're, truly, you're truly a blessing uh, to the people. And he said, keep on keeping on, sister. God be the glory. That's what it's about. That's what that's what it's about. And, you know, people going to laugh at you. You know, long and when I put my story out in the middle of the floor, if you pick it up wrong with it, that's on you. It's going to make you heavy. It ain't going to make me heavy. So I, I don't be heavy enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, I'm, I'm going to go off of, how I'm gonna go off just slightly, just a little bit off topic here, Blossom. You know, we're dealing with a lot of things in this country, a lot of a lot of the hate. We're dealing with a pandemic. We're dealing with a lot of the issues with, with politics and all those different things. Tell me, how are you able to to still continue to inspire other people? You know, even though those type of things can make some people jump off a wall, those can drive people to drinking. Those, those, all the things that we're dealing with can drive people to uh, being addicted to drugs and things like that. So, what are some of the things that are helping you remain stand, stand true to myself? First of all, keeping God first. And showing people my picture, you know what? I when I show people that picture, I, I tell them quick. I said, "I breathe, <laughs> breathe, baby, breathe." You know what I'm saying? That's like, oh my God! One lady said, "Why did you got that dead man sitting up here?" <laughs> and I thought I was the prettiest thing. If you call me ugly, 
And I was I told a switchblade, I will cut you quick if you call yeah. me ugly. Yeah. <laughs> be, be in the club dancing, got so much to have under my arms, you could have braided and put beads on it. That's yeah. how that's how insane I was. You know what I'm saying? Now I used to have hair, but and I still listen, I still got my dress, they had a bag in the room, but I deal with alopecia now, so all is well. Like I said, I'm still going to tell my story, bald head and all. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, that's great. Just an incredible woman. We have another comment, Blossom from Star. She said, thank you for speaking your truth. God be you the know? glory. Yeah. So you, like I said, you are just amazing. You are an incredible woman. And God be the glory. You know, I, I, I wish you nothing but the best with everything that it is that you do. And I definitely, you know, encourage you to keep on, keep it on. Don't give up on your dream. Don't give up on, on, on your steps of where you're trying to get. I heard you say, before it's done and over with, you're going to be a millionaire. I'm going to, listen, I'm going to be a millionaire. And I ain't going to have to lay nobody down either. <laughs> I ain't going to, I, I, I used to lay him down with a butter knife, a hot butter knife. I ain't got to do that this time because God going to get me. <laughs> so, so Blossom, we're we going to have some fun here in the last few minutes of the show. I just want you to to, to let the people know because they, they definitely see your, they heard about your struggle and they see your strength, you know, through this podcast. So I, I just want now to, to, for you to let people know, what do you like to do for fun? Um, on the weekend, well, I, I, you know, when I lived in Miami, um, I had a, got a mouthful of gold. And when I got to Alabama, I broke one and I was looking like bunch, a SpongeBob. So they had to remove all my gold. So I like to come in and see these come out night. They come out at night like the stars. So on the weekend, if I'm not on the road, <laughs> if I'm not on the road, I put them in their little cubby hole. Put on my pajamas, and I like to eat uh, frozen grapes, and I like to just do a marathon of old westerns. You know, you got. Let me tell you one thing. People say, "Why you tell people that about your teeth? Why? Why not? They what? They the teeth don't make me. You understand me? Uh, they, they don't make me. But I put. They come out like stars at night. Every night they come out. They come back home in the morning. <laughs> so I like to. Uh, I love being on the platform. I love traveling, telling my story. Um, like I said, I just got back from Los Angeles. And, the, and on that red carpet, you know, it, it was just it, something nobody could ever take away from me. Uh, when I was on the set, we were set doing the filming. Um, we, you know, they say, Miss B, you ready? And I'll put the wig on and, and get out there. And they say, cut. I snatch off like a ball cap, but you know it was just it was just truly a best. That's another thing. Don't let nobody uh, take your your special moments from you. These are things that nobody could ever take from me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when I was a child, my my body was tucking from me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when I had my first baby, it was tucking from me. But these are some things. Don't never let nobody take your special moments. These are moments that I remember when I'm sitting in in my mansion, rocking and saying, "This is this is where God brought me from." So that's another nugget. Like, I, hold on to your moments, hold on to your special. I don't care how small it is. If you went and picked a flower, that's a moment that nobody could ever take from you. It starts with the little things, then you'll get the big things. 
So that's why I like to do. I love to watch old movies because I was raised with my great grandmother. And just, just, just be quiet. Just, just be quiet. Cause you, you gotta, you gotta take do self care. You got to because it, you know, if you don't do self care, you'll be over here scratching in places that are not itching and picking flowers. Nobody can see but you. So, <laughs> so that's uh, and love yourself. I'm telling you. <laughs> you you have a blossom you you my mother's in the studio with me you have her in here crying <laughs> the story you know so Kanea again left another comment for you she said thanks for sharing queen what an amazing story and god be glory i agree 100% to that comment for sure you know and I just want to say, I, I just want to allow you now, uh, we are winding down the show, I just want to allow you now to give some some encouraging words to some someone who's battling some type of substance abuse, and definitely some woman, you know, as yeah. yourself, who may be kind of dealing with a struggle or a thing, give some inspiration to them. First of all, I want to thank y'all for allowing me to come in and, and sit in y'all little living room, wherever y'all at, uh, uh, and, and, and laughing with me. I want people to know it's two kinds of laughter. Are they laughing with you or at you? All right. Uh, start dealing with your issues. Got to remember, we were children. These things were done to us. Okay. It's not your fault because that's what they, that's what the abusers tell us. It's our fault. Um, the addiction part. Listen, you got y'all saw my picture. Y'all said I look like tails from the tails from the crib and smelled like hot buttermilk because I didn't like water and water didn't like me. Now that's you right now. But um, remember that picture. Say, oh, I don't want to look like that. Look at yourself in the mirror because you can see yourself. You can see your, You can see the real you. And in them eyes, y'all, y'all see all the pain. And 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 the, and the hurt, you know. What I'm saying now I gotta wear glasses, but but you know I'm just saying deal with it. You know, like as a band-aid, you know, when we have a band-aid and it gets stuck on our skin, we, we try to peel it off real real easy, snatch it off because it, in order for you to heal, you're gonna have to hurt. I don't know if you can catch that, but if you want to heal, you're gonna have to hurt. And I'm telling you, you're gonna baby start writing. I'm telling you, start writing. Start making some little little goals. I don't care what it is, little goals. Then they become big goals. But if you don't, if you don't tell no, if nobody else tells you today, God love you and I love you. You know. And if it's anything I could ever do, y'all reach out to me on Facebook, Blossom Rogers. Cell phone number is 305-753-8164. Send me an email at blos the number two white at yahoo.com and if you can't afford a book send me your email address and i'll send you copies of the book planting a seed like i said if i can't help you i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hurt you and love yourself give yourself a hug give yourself a hug go get your feet done go go do something for yourself if you gotta take your teeth out at night take them out at night and just love yourself i'm telling i'm gonna do mine in a few minutes (laughs) Yeah. yeah show and you know if if and what you guys can do right now you guys can definitely call in if you want to call in right now just just to encourage blossom on everything she just was very 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 powerful with us 
and and her testimony and encouraged us, all in. Encourage her. Give her quick word of encouragement so she can continue to to live strong and continue to help people. You know, it's till I just I'm gonna cut out. It's R O G E R S. Someone just put my name, but they had a D. It's R O G E R S. Yes, I got you. So again, that, that number at the bottom of the screen, the numbers at the bottom of your screen, the number is 234-208-6308-04. Sorry, 6304. 234-208-6304. If you can, call in right now and and just, like I said, just offer some some kind words of encouragement to Blossom as she continue to go forth on everything that it is that she's doing, you know, on her journey to continue to bless people and inspire people and to become a millionaire. Yeah, you better say so. Hmm. Amen. Amen to that. Yay. You know, so I, 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 if you guys, if not, you know, I appreciate you guys for listening. And I just want to say again to you, Blossom, thank you for being a guest on ONGP Podcast, I sincerely appreciate you for this. And thank you, know, you. you just don't know how much, you know, this is a blessing to have had thank you on the show just so you can share your testimony and your story with people that are listening. And for those, all of you that are listening and for you as well, Blossom, this will be on all, all uh, podcast platforms. Uh, so it will be heard all around the country, all around the world. So uh, if you can, check us out so you can listen to this. And then you'll be able to share this this particular episode. You'll be able to share this particular episode with a friend, a family member, or a friend, or somebody just to say, hey, listen to this powerful woman. Listen to this woman. You know, tell her story and encourage other people. You know, so it, it just melts. But I think we have a caller uh, we have a caller. Somebody wants to say something to you uh, now, Blossom. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. Who is this we're speaking to? This is Star Hutch. Hey, Star. Hey, Star. How you doing? Yes. Can K- you hear me? Okay. K- we can hear. We can hear you, Star. Can you hear Blossom? Yes. Hello. I can now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I am so blessed, so blessed, ma'am. And I just want to say thank you so much because I am a survivor of domestic violence. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, yes ma'am. Okay. I am a survivor of domestic violence. And I just want to say sometimes people become a victim. They don't necessarily become victorious of their situation. And I just want to say thank you for speaking your truth being a survivor, being victorious of your situation. May God continue to bless you and may God make all of your visions and your dreams come true. And just wanted to say God bless you and thank you so much for your testimony. Hey, Star, send me your email address and I'll email you a copy of book one and two from on the bridge. Did you, did you, are you still there, Star? Yeah. Okay. She she said Blossom Bye. said send her your email address and she will email you a copy 
of uh, her two first two books. Is that correct, Blossom? Yes. Yep. And my phone yes, number I, is. Yes, I shall. You got your. You got my phone number. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. And that's for anybody who want a copy. It's it's called planting seeds. All right. Thank you, Star, for calling in. And again, Blossom, I, I I really appreciate you, and thank you for your testimony and your time. Thank you. We, we would definitely be in touch, you know, for some things or whatever. But I appreciate you for coming on to bless this show, you know. Thank you. You got my mom in the studio crying and tearing up from bless the beginning. From the start, she cried the whole hour. <laughs> she cried the whole hour. <laughs> so. Tell Tell Mama I say send me uh, uh her email address so I can send her the book because I ain't right. tell everything. All right, we'll we'll definitely get that to you, Blossom. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, next week, well, next episode of On GP Podcast, it, it will be a special episode, and what I'll touch on is the the controversy behind um um a comedy show, Closer comedy show called Closer by Dave Chappelle. It's on Netflix. And right now it's a lot of controversy about that. And there's been some serious debates on social media that I've seen and that I've even been a part of uh, on social media. And I just want to talk about that, you know, to to kind of get a perspective from everybody and for both sides. So that'll be later this week. I'll definitely inform you guys about that. And next week on next Monday, you know, last week we'll last week we we, we talked about uh, um, um, giving a man code. You know, are we giving a man code? But but this coming week we're gonna talk to some ladies. We're gonna talk to some women about relationship issues and what it is that they want and what it is that us men think that they want and and are wrong about and all that. So we're gonna have them. Uh, on the show with ONGP Podcast. So I have one more caller. I'm going to take one more caller before we close out. And uh, caller, are you there? Yes. All right, who am I speaking to? This is Ronzel and Sherry Clayton. What's going on, Ronzel and Sherry? Hey, hey, hey. Thank, thank you for calling. Uh, Blossom, hey. we, have, we have Ronzel and Sherry on the line. Hi, how you doing? I just wanted to. Go, go ahead, Sherry. Hi, hey, Blossom. I just hey, think Chris. your name is so appropriate. I mean, you know, Thank God you. has so much more for you to do. So continue Bye. to blossom in everything. Hey, that that you have going on. I your story is phenomenal. Um, Thank you. And my husband, you know, kind of informed me about you know the part that I missed earlier on. I came on a little late, but I do want you to understand that the forgiveness that God has for you is nothing that man could match. You know, Amen. and getting your life together and all of your endeavors. You know, um, I will continue to pray. The Amen. prayer of Jabez that he continued to enlarge your territory. My and that he yes, keeps your hands to good works. God bless you, sis. God bless send me your emails so I can send you books. 
drinking. She, so. she said, she said, Sherry, send send the email to Sister Blossom so she can send you books. Oh, I sure will, Blossom. And I, I'll tell you what, I will definitely share those books. After I read them, I will share them because they shouldn't just sit on a shelf. They've got to be shared. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry and Rosella. I appreciate the call. All right, they, they said they said Bob Blossom. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to thank you again to our callers that called in. Thank you for listening in to to my my guest today, my friend Blossom Rogers from down from down in Alabama, down in the Bama. You, know, you try to throw, you try to throw shade, but we got we got a happy y'all took an L this this weekend though, Blossom. But I don't, listen, know, I, listen, I, I don't know nothing about, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I don't know nothing. Like I said, everybody, check us out again. We'll have a special episode coming up this week. We will be talking about Dave Chappelle's show. Uh, on Netflix closer and then next week on next Monday we will have the ladies in the studio and virtually and we'll be talking about some relationships from the ladies perspective I, I can't wait for this one I really can't wait for this one <laughs> you gonna be in trouble <laughs> right right so until next time God bless everybody and good night thank you I'm so glad you can be Judgments here, we're all the same. No. Feels like shelter from the storm. So pick your feet up and just ride along. We've been here wrong.